This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 356, Five Ways to Eliminate IELTS Speaking Fears. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, learn five specific activities you can do today and every day so you have no fear in front of the IELTS speaking examiner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay, I'm great. What's, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with you? Well, I just celebrated New Year's, of course, and I made a mm-hmm. big mistake. We, oh, no. Yeah, we went up to Montreal, and this is the second time I've done this on a trip, but I did not research the fact that 99.9% of Montreal closes down yeah. on New Year's. <laughs> what? Yeah, we really? le- we learned the hard way. So we got there. Oh no. And we <laughs> literally there were like three places open in the entire city and we went to all of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Were they like next to each other at yeah, least? Or did you have to like yeah, was- drive forever? No, they were like Irish pubs. <laughs> oh my god. There, there was one point and I started crying. It was like I was, you know, I was oh. tired and I was disappointed yeah. and I was like, I can't believe I made this mistake and we were hungry and we had to go to this oh, Irish god. pub and we're sitting down for dinner at like 10 and we're starving. And we, oh god. And I was like, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> oh, so, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, that is an extreme example of what kind of happens yeah. <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Yes. Wait, that was New Year's or New Year's Eve? Um, well, that was New Year's Day, but the whole the whole oh, okay. New Year's Eve was also closed early and everything. It was it was <laughs> wild. <laughs> They take their vacation yeah. very seriously in Canada. <laughs> I I love that. I am a big advocate of not working and enjoying your life on yeah. the holidays. Yeah. That makes sense to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the like that always happens on New Year's Eve, though, right? Like yeah. you New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you sort of build this up yeah. to be this like the this is going to be the best night of my whole life ever. <laughs> oh, and like it's always kind of disappointing. Yeah, like yeah. always. No, I mean, we still had an amazing weekend. We had a great time, but I guess I was blaming myself because I didn't, I planned the trip and I didn't think about looking it up. I thought, oh yeah, you know, 
know, the cities will be open. You know, maybe 50% yeah. of the city will be closed, but there'll be some cool wine bars open. No. <laughs> but it's like a big city. There's no reason you would yeah. assume otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So that's my big oh, blunder. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But that's you okay. know what? It is memorable. It's like, memorable. that. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a memory, so that's okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, you told kind of a sad story today. And that story. does lead us into an email we got from a listener who's a, in a bit of a panic. Yes. Like, I am i wouldn't be surprised if this person is also crying sometimes. I know. When they're like thinking about how panicked they are. I know. And that's why we're so excited. To, well, we're glad that we're able to share this story and help this student today because these yes. are the kinds of yeah. students that we want to help. We can tell that this student wants so badly <sighs> to pass this exam, needs to pass this exam. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Okay. You you read it. Okay. Our listeners will hear. Okay. okay. Well, it started <laughs> off with my question to her, which was, "What's your biggest IELTS fear?" Right. We sent this email out to you guys when you're in our Insider Masterclass. Okay. And here's how mm -hmm. she responded. <clears throat> she says, "Thank you so much for your correspondence." Honestly, my greatest fear in IELTS is the speaking section. I took the exam six times already since 2014 without hitting my target score of seven. Six times. Mm. Oh, my God. My speaking score is consistently 6.5 throughout the exams. My nervousness really gets overwhelming with my failure. So it sounds like things are starting to snowball in a bad way for her. Yeah. Right? Of course. Getting worse that and worse. Is, I mean, no wonder. Yep. Yep. Right? Like anybody, listeners, I'm sure you can empathize with these feelings. If you've taken the exam two times, three times, four times, and still not seen an increase, still not oh. gained any comfort or confidence. Yep. And it gets harder right? and harder each time. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> That's the key right there. Yeah. So she goes on and she says, just a mere mention of IELTS now cringes me, makes me cringe, right? Mm -hmm. I feel so hurt and phobic of, of the exam, so afraid of the exam. Forgive me to say this, I opine that maybe IELTS is more money-driven now in my country, the Philippines, as compared uh, with before when I took it for That's the first time in 2006, even without enrolling in review classes, which I successfully hit the required overall band score and speaking scores for the U.S. immigrant application. Interesting. So she's saying that maybe it's more money driven, meaning what? What does she mean by that? You know, because that, because I puzzled over that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would just be there's more advertising. I actually yeah. remember I was in Taiwan when this happened and it was around mm -hmm. 2007. So she's saying she took it in 2006 and then it started to become more money driven. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think IELTS started advertising more yeah. around that time. Okay. And so it seems like it's more of a marketing push. Yeah. But also probably there started to be more IELTS tutors and IELTS class, like expensive right. IELTS prep stuff mm -hmm. in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what sure. she's talking about. Yeah. There's probably a huge market for schools in the Philippines for this. Absolutely. Totally. <clears throat> yeah. It only happens that my visa screen certificate expired, uh, last 2013, maybe the end of 2013 with a, which obliged me to take, to retake the exam. Okay. Okay. So she had to retake it. Yeah, so um yeah, so she got the score she needed. Like a long time ago in 2006, she got the score she needed mm. for her USA immigrant application. Yeah. Like she was good. 
But for various reasons, that they weren't able to use that in time and it expired. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right. The worst thing is that I and my family's medical exams get expired by the end of this month, which I was not able to catch up with pending my passing score for the IELTS speaking. Okay. Considering the huge expense involved, which was, ma- uh, which was made through salary loans, almost paralyzes me emotionally and mentally. Oh, it's getting yeah. worse. Okay, so basically it's a money issue, right? It's very expensive here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So Mm -hmm. guys, like her main, her main thing here is just mental. Mm -hmm. She has developed a mental block, Mm -hmm. which to some extent, all of our listeners have experience for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Thinking about the speaking exam is terrifying to some people. To some people, they're super stoked about it. And I wish everybody could feel that energy and that confidence. But I think a lot of you guys are really scared Mm -hmm. about the speaking exam because basically you're you're scared of speaking, but then it's also in this exam environment. So you understand this feeling, but hers is is magnified, right? Hmm. Like a hundred times. Yeah. Um, and how can we think straight when we're in ex- an exam in a place where there's so much kind of psychological baggage that comes attached with it, right? There's so much totally. baggage right now for her with the IELTS exam. If she even, it's very hard for her to sit down in the exam and think straight, right? With a clear head. You know, I, I'm actually like, I, I was taking notes. I was taking extra notes as you were reading mm-hmm. the email because Lindsay and I thought of like three three tips to help this exact person with her specific case. But I want to add to these. Good. I want to give like a pre-tip. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, and this isn't about the IELTS. This is just about this anxiety because this is the biggest thing. And it's coming from so many different places for her. It's coming from money. It's coming from family. It's coming from expiration for medical c- certificates. Mm-hmm. See, like all of these different places. Um, and this is just something that I recently started one of my New Year's resolutions. Oh. Um, because I also feel pressure from a lot of different sides sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I need to deal with that better. And this person also needs to deal with this pressure in a more positive way. So something you could do, first of all, like morning and night habits. Um, establishing these positive habits where in the morning, um, practicing gratitude, it's a meditation Mm -hmm. technique where before you even get out of bed, right, just sort of sit up, prop yourself up on some pillows, think of um, three to five things, I try to do five, think of five things you're you're grateful for in your personal life, five things you're grateful for in your professional life. Oh, so good. Um, Starting the day like that. And then what, and I started doing this with James as well on the way to school. Um, cause what that does, you're just, you're just practicing being happy. Oh you're my just God. Practicing, right? Like positivity. And I, and I think that will be so useful. But then the other mm-hmm. side is how do we deal with the negativity when it does come up? And mm-hmm. I recommend journaling at night, which I also do. Yep. Getting it out through writing yep. and then seeing stuff in black and white and being like, okay, well, like that's that. I can't do anything about it now. I'm going to bed. It's <laughs> just sort of like getting it out to somehow. Oh, that's huge. The gratitude practice. And you can even combine that with the journaling, writing out the things yeah. you're grateful for. I mean, I tried that yeah. a couple of years ago. I think I'm going to actually follow your lead and try that again, instilling that habit again in my life too, because it actually 
works. Like I noticed a shift oh, in sure. my happiness level after about three months of doing that, two or three months or even really? less. It literally awesome. rewires your brain, right? There's a lot of research now that we do have the power to rewire our brains and that happiness is a choice. Now, we're not denying yes. the reality for people. Like life is hard. There is There yeah. are tough conditions out there, but we do have a choice as to where our mind goes. Hello guys, if you would like to experience the anti-anxiety module and have all the knowledge you need to feel confident on your next IELTS exam, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And, you know, how are you going to solve these problems if you're not looking forward positively? Definitely. You know what I mean? And then and then all you're doing is creating more problems for yourself because you're like getting angry more easily or like you don't finish this task because you give up because you're disappointed. I mean, there's just so many reasons. And guys, I know we're sort of getting philosophical here, but this (laughs) is linked to your IELTS preparation. Yep. It is all about, I mean, we're so positive in our course, like just that moment of Zen at the end of each module, we recognize the mental benefits and the need to lessen anxiety and the need to be positive in challenging times. So this is, this is part of our course and this is part of our philosophy for IELTS preparation. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So we're going to offer this student three tips. Should I just finish the very end part so we can get the final piece of her story and then we should go into it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so she continues to say, going to work uh, in the U.S. is a childhood and long struggle dream from taking the review to make the U.S. nurses licensure exam and only to be hindered at the final door of my dream. Ooh, good writing, right? By the English test requirement, which was not yet a requirement way back in 2000. Huh, interesting. Uh, For now, I'm really confused and almost at the verge of giving up my dream, which indeed is very painful, is a painful and tragic experience. Of course it is. I mean, how often do we talk about the importance of the dream? And uh, yeah, okay. So I hope you're listening out there. Um, These three tips are for you. But of course, all of our listeners will benefit from this advice. So the first thing is to um, revisit the strategy Lindsay and I spoke of recently about narration. Um, And in this case, you have a month before your the medical exams expire. So a month. What do we do this month? This first thing is to schedule, right? We're, we're so focused on scheduling, writing down the gratitude, writing down the journaling. Schedule this stuff for yourself. This is one of those things, narration. Um, Lindsay, can you remind us what is, what is this activity? Oh, actually, I'm not sure who that is. Good question. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're the you, one that oh, thought you of the it. gratitude. Okay, I thought you were talking about No, no, about no, the narration. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this. So what I did. <laughs> oh, we can take this in any direction we want to take it, right? So what, what <laughs> I did was <laughs> I would sit down before bed every night and just write down three things that I was grateful. Oh no, for. no, 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 no narration. The narration strategy. So like when you are, um, like you schedule like nine to nine fifteen every night. Oh, you- yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Okay. This is <laughs> right. This came out of an episode a couple weeks ago and it came yeah. from a student that I was working with in Brazil. And I realized that one thing that she needed was she's preparing to go to the Canada actually, uh, in uh, work in academia. But what she needs is just to spend a very specific amount of time at a specific time every day 
say and think in English and kind of narrate that in her head at the same time, right? So you exactly. so between nine and nine fifteen, let's say she's preparing breakfast every morning. She's down in the kitchen and she says to herself, I'm opening the refrigerator. She's saying this silently in her head, right? And now I'm gonna grab some eggs. And now I'm gonna now I'm mixing the eggs with the milk. Okay, so you're just just narrating right. what you're seeing and what's happening in your life during just that short period of time. So what this does, it directly improves your fluency skills, mm. your vocabulary skills, your pronunciation skills. Yeah. So um, don't just do don't just do this in your head. You need to say it out loud. You yeah. need to get these words out in English, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And sure. this will directly improve your your speaking skills. And I mean, this is just right. This is all geared towards lessening the anxiety and improving your score at the same time. Exactly. So yeah, does both of those things. You're getting comfortable um, around English, right? You're getting comfortable. Yeah. You're becoming at home with the language. So I love that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the next thing, I think this is a really cool idea. So um, uh, choose a friend that is also studying English or has studied English and ask this person to help you for 20 minutes, whatever, like mm-hmm. three times a week. Um, so if you have a month right? Um, I would do this. I would start doing this two weeks before the exam. Mm. So you're going to do three mock tests. If you have time for three, two is good. You're going to try for three mock tests a week with a friend, all right? A friend that you trust and are comfortable around. Mm -hmm. And this person is going to act like the examiner. Read up what exactly happens on the exam. Um, Do this under test conditions, Mm -hmm. right? So it's two of you alone in a room at a table, maybe an uncomfortable chair, make it as close (laughs) to the test as you can. And then this person is not allowed to comment, ask any extra questions. They are, they are the examiner. They're only going to read the questions in front of them. Yeah. And right. Right. I love that. And the, the, the person who's pretending to be the examiner should have what the examiner wants in front of them, right? That chart. They should have some kind of chart. Um, yeah, so they could give some feedback. Yeah, absolutely. After, mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, and then, so once you do get to the exam day, you have a couple improvements here. First of all, you're more comfortable with just going into the room, sitting down, going through the exam steps, because you've already done it. You know what to expect. You know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and you know exactly how you're going to handle it. Mm-hmm. And then the second benefit is that you're more able to treat the, to, to, Talk to the examiner naturally as if you were talking to a friend because that strategy really works. I love that. Pretending that the examiner is someone you know to help you relax. Love that. Love that. Your mind's just going to associate it with a kind of a friendly activity and you're going to make that bridge. Love it. Exactly. Yeah. So that's number two. And that's very specific as all of these are, um, which will help you. And I really hope that you're listening so you can do all this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last thing is to plan, control what you can. Right. That's, that's another one of our sort of core philosophies. Yeah. Control what you can. Um, and this is making a speaking test day plan. Yes. This is, this is huge. so useful. So, um, if you're taking the exam Saturday afternoon, right, as most students do, you don't know what time that's going to be. So don't 
allow yourself to even have the option of panicking mm-hmm. or freaking out or being lost. You need to plan for everything. So find a place to eat lunch, right? Look at Google Maps, whatever you use. Find a place to eat lunch. Write that down, right? 1230 lunch at Monty's Cafe. <laughs> um, think of ways to fill your time. If you have one hour before the exam, if you have two hours before the exam, three hours, think of beneficial ways to spend your time. Yep. Um, like listening to one of our podcasts, watching a couple of my YouTube videos on speaking, mm-hmm. um, whatever's going to help you feel confident. Choose like a high energy song yeah. to like really get you pumped up. I love that. You know? I love that. And we are going to be offering this for a small additional fee, guys. If you do join our course, you'll get this plan, a very specific plan mailed to your email inbox. So you'll be able to take it with you on test day with all of the links that you need. But if you want to create your own, that is possible as well. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I mean, Lindsay and I have already talked about this because we've already, we've already made this. I mean, because we know how beneficial it is and how important it is to take away all the anxiety possible Mm -hmm. on test day. So. Um, it links to the what we think are the best episodes to listen to before the exam. It tells you, you know, exactly what to do if you have 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we've already done all that work. But you you can do this yourself for sure. Oh, for well, sure. We've already done it for you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in our course, you can get that, guys. If you're not in our course yet, you can join our course and then you will be invited to to buy that as an additional upgrade, but it'll be worth every penny because, gosh, I mean, those are crucial moments just before, right? Minutes, hours, however long it is yeah. before we go into the exam and what we do before we walk into that room really matters. Exactly. Oh, so much. I mean, we've heard her amazing vocabulary. You guys can hear that this person deserves a high score. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Language is not the problem. Mm -hmm. And it, a lot of times, guys, the mental battle, this is what's holding you back from getting what you deserve. Yeah. Right? So again, like Lindsay and I have talked about all this. That's why we have the anti-anxiety anxiety module in our course. That's why we have prepared this mental battle mm. for this mental battle as well. Yeah. So just, you know, if you are preparing, be aware that this is something you should also put in your study plan. Right? Yes, absolutely. This is so important. And obviously, it's also important if you've gone through a step-by-step study plan like the one we offer in our course. But this student, I mean, she already has, as you said, Jessica, she already has the language skills. I mean, yeah, but it's really what she's doing with her mind in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. So um, I hope you're listening out there and best of luck. Lindsay and I believe in you. Yes, we do. You can do this. You can. And any <laughs> other students who feel like they're in a similar situation, guys, listen to this episode again. Write down our tips. Go out and implement them. And we want to know your scores. We want to know how you do. Come back and tell us oh, your success sure. stories. <laughs> oh, my God. There are so many good activities today, guys. So if you want more, um, like a list of these activities, if you want to see this in front of you, come back to our blog, ielts.allearsenglish.com. Search for episode 356 in the search bar. Read the article about this and start putting these things in your study plan and and plan for success. Yes. Love that. Let's end on that note. Plan for success. Love it. Love it. All right. We are out of (laughs) here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for the wisdom, Jessica. This has been good. Really good. This is a great episode today. (laughs) I was just thinking that. Okay. (laughs) Talk to you next time, Lindsay. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.